third episode of Go With The Flow. I'm here with uh, a new guest, my friend Nadia. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. First female guest on the show. This is a huge accomplishment. But um, so let's get right into things. First, Nadia and I, I don't, I don't, do you remember how we met? Because I don't even remember how we met and how we, we became such good friends. I'm pretty sure we met through Elizabeth. Okay. Because you guys were in the same Z group. And then for some reason you would always be in the dining hall when I'm in the dining hall doing work. And I was like, do you know what? This kid seems a little lonely. Maybe you should say hi. <laughs> Make wow, a new thank, friend. <laughs> thank you. Look, look, look how far we've come. Okay, so shout out to Elizabeth for making this friendship happen. But first generic question I've been asking everyone. By everyone, I mean Jaylani and Max, <laughs> Max, my first two guests. Are you excited to be back on campus? How does it feel? Like back on campus in the spring? I mean, actually, no, year? let me rephrase that because we also were both here yeah. in the fall. But how does it feel to have a lot more people back on campus this semester? I think it's going to be exciting because I feel like in the fall, there wasn't that many people. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of hard to make plans. And then eventually people just kind of got used to creating like more smaller groups of like socialization. But with more people back on campus, I think people well, people made the most of it in the fall. But I think like just seeing new faces, there will be newer opportunities for fun activities. Yeah, we made the most of it in the fall within New Jersey and Princeton guidelines. Yeah, which is add, which is exactly what we will be doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Strict, strict guidelines. <laughs> what well, that is exactly what we will be doing this semester. Also, I want to acknowledge first of all my dedication to this podcast. I walked in very, very cold temperatures <laughs> all the way from Spelman to your undisclosed location just to record this podcast. So I just had to put that on the record. This is not a game. This is it's very serious. Serious business here. Very serious business. But um, so kind of first question, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You're from California. Like where in California? How did you get to Princeton? Were you looking at other schools? That sort of thing. Yeah, so as you said, I'm from California, specifically Oakland, very important fact. Um, I don't know, I feel like when I was looking for colleges, I told myself I wanted to go out of state because I felt like going to college is like your best chance to just kind of explore other parts. The only time you'll really be able to like move wherever you want without like limitations or restrictions of like family or jobs or whatever. Um, but for some reason, when I was applying to colleges, I found that I I ended up applying to a lot that were in California, just, I guess, just like based off of what I was looking for and the types of schools. I was like, okay, do you know what? I need to apply to at least one school out of the state. And if I'm gonna do only one school, let me make sure it's the best. So of course, here we are at Princeton. Of course, number one. Yes, yeah, we are. I'd have okay. to say that the fact that Princeton is in New Jersey and our colors are unfortunately orange. Unfortun I did take that into account for my decision. Unfortunately, okay. Yeah, what? What is wrong Looking with like first of all, a I, pumpkin or like orange is bit it's a lot it's not generic like a lot a lot of other schools. I think our gear is really nice. Orange and black are nice colors. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. Okay, but okay. <laughs> no, okay, it's bold <laughs> colors, unforgettable. Um yeah. I don't know. I was I was originally deciding between Berkeley and Princeton, which is kinda the ultimate decision was between like staying close to home and like really pursuing engineering or going far away, getting like a more like greater depth into like different perspectives in the world. And I feel like obviously like Princeton's great for engineering, but they have like a lot of other opportunities that I wanted to kind of dip my toes in. And I felt like because like college is a perfect chance to explore different um, interests and ideas that Princeton kind of had all that there. And then it's also like Princeton. So I felt like I got in, 
I kind of owe it to myself. <laughs> okay, and you mentioned that you your decision was between Berkeley, which is close to you, and then Princeton, which is all the way across the country. Mm-hmm. And in so, New Jersey. In, is... Yeah, in New, yes, in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> Do you wish you would have stayed closer to home, or are you happy with your decision? Because for myself, I actually live oh. 10 minutes away from campus. Mm-hmm. I actually, I'm coming to college closer than I did to middle or high school, which is kind of wild if, if you think about it. So... What do you, do you wish you would have stayed closer to home or are you happy with your decision to come all the way across the country? Actually, that's a pretty good point because I feel like if I hadn't known you lived in Princeton, like if I just met you... Not Princeton. You need to make the clear distinction. It's Westminster, New Jersey. <laughs> okay, I don't cool. think... Well, we weren't big fans of people who went to Princeton, Ohio, who were from Princeton, so the, the distinction <laughs> needs to be made. Okay, but. fair, fair. So you're, you being from like West, whatever it's called, um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. versus Princeton is the same as me being from like Oakland versus Berkeley. It's like close enough, you know, but anyways, like I feel like I wouldn't have been able to tell that you were from that close. Mm-hmm. So I think if I... I think in my head, I figured if I went to Berkeley... I'd be way too close to home. I'd end up like having way too close contact with my parents, going home all the time. All my friends would be in town, and I think if I had realized that it still would have been such a, like such a college experience and like more segregated for my family, like it is, <laughs> it is for you. Yep. Then I think I, it would have swayed my decision. But I'm glad I ended up going to Princeton. Honestly, it's not as segregated of an experience as I would as I would like it to be. But there. You don't go home that often. I don't go. I'm freshman year. <laughs> freshman, <laughs> freshman year, I think I went home two times total yeah. outside of holiday. So, yeah, I really didn't go home. But that's not the part that I'm talking about because, like I said, West Windsor is a neighboring town of Princeton. There really isn't much to do in this area, and so the only thing there is to do is to come to Princeton. Mm-hmm. And so there will be random times when I'm just walking through campus or sitting outside summer studying, and I'll just bump into people from high school. Which, great, same high school, but I, do I really want to be seeing you all the time oh. when I'm not there anymore? Yeah. Not necessarily. And also, I remember Black Friday freshman year of high school, so that was uh, November. Or when is that? Yeah, November. Yeah, November. Black Friday? <laughs> yeah, Black Friday is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, right it's after November. Thanksgiving. I was blanking on the dates, but I remember that when I went to the mall at midnight I was bumping into both people from high school and from Princeton and I was like I really don't like my two worlds colliding worlds colliding yeah exactly so I really was not a big fan of it at this point I'm a lot more used to it 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 is what it is every now and again I will still bump into people but I guess I'm used to it at this point but then there are there are also nice parts like yeah I've been able to go back to some basketball games, some soccer games, those types of things. So it's a little easier to, to make it back when I do want to be back in the back mm-hmm. of school. So um, what about that one time you ran into your ex? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're just going to... Okay. Yeah, so no, that did happen. That did happen. We hadn't seen each other in in a long time. Bumped into my ex. Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Just... Yeah, j- just for the record. So yeah, I'm, that's the type of interactions that I would like to know is happening in advance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just sneak up on you. And I don't think anyone else could say the same thing that that would just also happen to them. Yeah. So yeah, at this point I'm used to it, but initially I was not a big fan. Yeah. Oh, also another thing is that I realized, but obviously I didn't just realize, but my parents both went to Berkeley and I, my dad's the type of person, I'd be like, oh, let me just casually walk through campus to see if I can run into Nadia. That's an, I love that you brought that up because my parents are the same way. They're always walking around Princeton. We made an agreement that they would have to let me know whenever they were coming to the area or whether they were going to like show up at my door or something because I, I, w- I wouldn't have been a big fan of them just randomly popping up places. There's times, especially freshman year, when 
I would be on Nassau Street and states that whatever, just always being a little bit paranoid that yeah. I might just bump into my parents and have to explain myself. That's just the type of thing most people don't have to deal with when they go to college, but myself wasn't so lucky about that. But um, you didn't get into what you did on, did on campus. Did you say what your major was too? Oh, I'm engineering, or environmental engineering to hey, be specific. Okay, wait, first, what do you do on campus? Okay, so... <laughs> Let's see. So club soccer. Let's see. Like you're about to list a whole. Okay. Well, I okay. Mean, okay. I feel like there's a difference between like what I'm actively involved in and what I'm on the list serve for. Fair enough. So, okay. Let's see what you. Okay. So together. like actively involved in club soccer. Um, I was more involved in club lacrosse freshman year, not so much sophomore year. Can or I guess like the little time we had for sophomore year. Um, I'm on Princeton's chapter of UNA USA, which is like an advocacy group for the UN. Wait, United Nations, UN. I didn't even know that. I learned, when I was, in both podcasts with Jelani and Max, I've learned new things about them. I've just learned something new about you. See, maybe you should just listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry yeah. on. But okay, no, remember that one event? So for UNA USA, that's the the club I hosted the event with, the guy from The Boy Harness the Wind. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, and then Engineers Without Borders. I feel like there's more. Uh, like, okay, so I'm on, like, the listserv, so to speak, for <laughs> Princeton's Energy Association. I was also more involved with that freshman year. Um, I was involved with the Entrepreneurship Club a lot. Not so much anymore. You were, you literally you literally spent the whole summer here doing some... Oh, no, no, okay, okay, so stuff. no. Entrepreneurship Club was, like, I was part of a sub-team called Arts and Entrepreneurship, and then now me and Toby, um, shout another out to, student. Shout out to Toby. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are working on like a startup for, that's like related to like renewable energy and emerging technologies. All that complicated nerd and yeah, all yeah. that, all um, that fun stuff. Says the almost <laughs> pre-med engineer. No, no, no. My, my engineering background is different. Honestly, I won't even consider it a background. I don't think two <laughs> months in engineering really counts. I came in as a CBE, chemical and biological engineering major. You know what, my heart was never in it, okay? <laughs> that was something, because my oldest brother, he was also pre-med and was an engineering major, and so my parents, that is the path that they also predestined for myself. But oh. I, I like to I like to blaze my own trail, you know what I'm saying? So Finance, wow. <laughs> you know what, we're not gonna get into that. But okay, A yes. pioneer. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay, got me there. Blaze the trail in the sense that I'm doing not what they told me to do. How about that? Uh, now, I, am I, I, I am doing something very basic in what most people are doing here, but... But it you is, picked it. Exa exa exactly, I picked it, and that's all that matters. Why did you, why did you decide on engineering? Um, actually, that's a pretty good question. So I was like a pretty big like math, science... Don't want to say geek, but enthusiast. No, you're a geek, but okay. that's okay. Um, anyways, uh -huh. in high school. But I was really more focused on, like, social impact and, like, environmentalism. So I didn't really want to go into engineering, um, so to speak. And then I realized that there's environmental engineering, which is, like, the science part for, like, environmental impact, like, obviously. Um, so I thought that was a good intersect for the two of them. I think coming to Princeton, I've actually become more passionate about, like, the technology side of engineering. Um, but, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so there's a story that I wanted to talk about. 
It is, first of all, Morning Brew, which if you don't know what it is, it's a nice daily newsletter that is, kind is of... This, is this for me if I don't know or if the... It's just for, for the people who li- okay. listen who don't. Do you, did you know what Morning Brew Because remember was? you sent me the oh, your I, free sweatpants. And also, thank you for that. I did get the sweatpants. They are very comfortable, so thank you. But Morning Brew, for the people who don't know, who <laughs> might be listening, it is a daily newsletter that gives you a few topics from the previous day, and it's a good way to kind of start your day and just get caught up on all the news and stuff that's going on in the world. And so, there's a story that I saw that I wanted to talk about with you for a little bit. And it is about how there is a significant increase in the number of college applications for a lot of the top universities. The article says that Harvard applications are up 42%, Yale 38%, NYU 20%, and Princeton up 15%. So I kind of want to, and some of the reason for that is that standardized testing is now, I'm not really keeping up with it because I don't have to worry about it anymore, but I believe it's not going to be a requirement anymore. Mm-hmm. And I also think subject tests and things like things of that nature are not going to be required. Are they not required for this year or for like the rest of time? This says for starting for the class of 2025 and probably on after that. Wow. So, yeah. And so, first, I wanted to talk about our experiences mm-hmm. kind of applying to colleges and all that those fun times that we've definitely buried deep down in our past. And then yeah. also, why, just kind of the implications of these um, increased application rates. So, first, taking it all the way back to high school, mm-hmm. all the way back to three, four years ago. Seems like a longer time ago. Um, did you take the SAT, ACT? I definitely took the ACT. Why definitely? I took the SAT. You say that like it's a... Because the ACT, or at least what I've been told, is like very more focused towards like math and science. Uh I think the ACT had a science section and the SAT didn't. And I actually did um, pretty well on the science section of the ACT. (laughs) And (laughs) not so hot on the English section and the reading. And yet here you are. Look at that. Look at that. Surprisingly. Um, (laughs) So I I pursued the ACT. I think I took it too... Like, the first time I took it, I did better on the math and science. And then I I studied for the English side. I think I neglected the math and science a little bit. So they, like... They they were lopsided scores, but together were balanced each other out. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like for standardized tests which I guess may lead into another conversation but I like I think a lot of the acceptance rates for these colleges are increasing because people are really intimidated by a standardized test Mm -hmm. because it doesn't really reflect um like either your access to opportunities or your lack of access to opportunities like for example let's say like for the first time I took the ACT and I didn't do taught on the um the English section I was able to like at least get a book and start studying and like reach out to like past um like graduates from my high school who helped like had advice and all that stuff and I know a lot of people who were able to like afford really good tutors to get good scores but then there's also students who can't necessarily afford tutors to get really good scores and given their like living situation can't really dedicate the time to studying for a test especially yeah. how these require yeah I would I definitely agree that standardized testing was never fair and it was never a level playing field Kind of like you said, it was, I went to a high school where everyone took SAT classes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were able to afford tutors and use tutors. And those were the types of things that would stagger the playing field a little bit. So it was never really level. And so I would like to think that the the standardized testing not being required anymore would make it more even. But now I'm just, I don't even know how 
the admissions officers are going to be able to differentiate between the people who are applying because now it's just going to be a lot of people with good grades and a lot of people with a bunch of different extracurriculars but then you don't have the standardized test in a kind of give you any type of indication i don't know what exactly it yeah. indicated or even if it did much but to me it just sounds like the it's going to be a harder job for admissions officers but i also think that they like the fact that there's going to be an increased number of applicants because they're not going to accept more people yeah, so it's, it's just going to be an extremely low acceptance yeah, rate which i think more elitist than yeah, they already are which is something that they like to brag about it's oh, we're already seven percent yeah no i think we're like four percent we're four percent hold on this i could be it could be answered by quick i'm gonna like search. to say we're four percent princeton <laughs> acceptance 5.8 percent there you go okay wow so it's probably going to drop by a lot wow. and the fact that we're also adding new res colleges and so we're going to be accept and those are coming in the next like five years yeah. but that means we're going to be having more spots available but i also think that'll just make more people think, think that, that they, they have can a chance apply, yeah. so then that will actually just decrease the acceptance rate also so i don't know it's it's all very complicated very tricky but kind of moving past the applications and actually starting the college like starting princeton what would you say your hardest transition was from high school to college mm, okay i think two things one is so i went to a school that was k through eight mm -hmm. and then a lot of people that was kind of almost like a feeder school into the high school mm -hmm. um so i went to high school with a lot of friends and a lot of my close friends upon graduating high school were like people I've known since kindergarten. So I didn't really have that experience of, oh, I'm in a whole new pool of people, like having like constantly overstimulated with like new like experiences, new opportunities, new types of people from all these different backgrounds. Um, which, okay, well already Oakland, of course, is like a really diverse place. So there are a lot of people in my high school that were from very diverse backgrounds, but I didn't really have the need to like go out and explore the population there. Um, but at Princeton, I think I was overwhelmed freshman year with how many people there were and how many I didn't recognize, mm -hmm. obviously, because I only knew one other person from my high school that, <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, um, yeah, one other person from my See, high school. See, and unlike you did to me, I will not expose all your personal business on this podcast. Hey, I didn't say the name of your ex. Fair I mean, enough. I don't think you Fair enough. Me. Okay, but carry on. Um, keep going. Yeah. So I only knew one other person who we aren't, we weren't really friends at the time. So... <laughs> I wish this was a visual podcast so you could see all the all the faces that I'm making right now. Oh, keep, keep going. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, okay, like this is. I was excited to meet new people, but it was like obviously intimidating, which I'm sure a lot of people shared. Um, but I remember like going in, and some people already knew people from high school, or like, oh, we're from New York together, so we know people. Um, yeah, but I I don't think it was necessarily a challenge. It was just kind of something I had to work around, and, like get used to it. Yeah, and then. I think it, I mean, it was fun meeting new people. I think it was, I've never been in a situation where I like actively had to like, like make myself more um, sociable mm -hmm. to meet people. So I think I, I grew that way, but yeah. Gotcha. And I don't, I definitely did not have that same problem. There were yeah. seven people my from my graduating class who went here. So that didn't really cause that same issue. But would you say there were any academic um Trend. And what were the academic challenges with the transition? Because for me, that was where all my, yeah. all my oh, issues actually, were. Okay, no, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> okay, one thing is I learned that there's 
I remember like coming in freshman year, I was like, oh, there's a harder and accelerated class. I'll take it because like, I feel like high school ingrained in you that if you take something that's more challenging, it's more impressive. Yeah. Princeton does not reward you at all for uh-huh. challenging yourself. You can say that again. <laughs> I, freshman year, I tortured myself through all these like unnecessary classes, destroying my GPA. But I think it, it was a learning opportunity. Now I know, just take the easy road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First semester for most people here is probably the most humbling experience, I would yeah. say. Oh, Similar, yeah. Similarly to what you just said, I remember coming in and most of us were probably the overachievers in high school who did really well. And you come here and you think you still have to maintain that same level, but you don't realize that like Princeton's Princeton for a reason. And the classes that are supposed to be the intro classes are far from introductory. Shout out to Coast 126. <laughs> Hate that class with all my heart. Shout out to all Coast majors. You guys are something. But yeah. And for me, it was, first of all, that that ego check. They're like, okay, you're not hot shit. You're not what you thought you were. <laughs> you're going to have to put in a lot of effort. And even when you put in the effort, you might, not, you might not get the results. Because yeah. that is basically my whole freshman year in a nutshell. My GPA was... Yeah, oh, I feel like, yeah, it's, it I feel was, like Princeton <laughs> encourages, a, we'll say a growth mindset yep, type exactly. outlook. Like, exactly. I feel like now I, I pick classes, like if it's going to be hard, I want to make sure I'm picking it because it's something I'm actually interested in, not just because it's hard. Because mm-hmm. if it's something you're interested in, then you're willing to put in the effort it takes. And also what you said about like, you can put, you can study so goddamn <laughs> so hard <much>. for a <laughs> test. And you just have to know that you're going to put in all this effort and it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get anything Exactly, because there's some real smart people over here who don't really help. And at, at least for myself, some of the biggest and the best things that I learned because of that were good study habits and actually how to how to make sure that I'm maintaining, a, I think, a consistent level where I, where that would show up in my grades. Mm. So, my, so for myself, one of the one of the biggest things that I didn't even consider would make such a change was a Google Calendar. Google check calendar changed. It changed my life. I am so I thankful to Google, to Google <laughs> Calendar. I remember I signed up for a McGraw like workshop about how to like make your studying habits better or whatever and I show up and the first thing the girl asked me was do you have a calendar I was like no I just try to keep everything in my head she was like and all we did in the meeting was spend 30 minutes organizing my calendar putting all my putting all my classes in making sure I put the time for office hours for maybe club soccer practice everything and when I tell you just that one simple act of actually visualizing my time made such a huge difference I used to swear that I had no extra time of the day to do anything. Wasn't actually the case. <laughs> when I looked at it, I actually had a lot of free time. I might, I probably just wasn't using it too wisely. So that was probably the biggest, the biggest uh, positive and the big, the best thing that I learned from that semester that helped mm-hmm. me even today. What do you think was the the biggest, whether study tip, organizational tip, or whatever that you've learned from since freshman year? Yeah, actually, I would really, I did the same thing where I try to just keep everything in my head. That's so high school. (laughs) I didn't realize, like, thinking in my head or, like, organizing my thoughts in my head would stress me out because I'm trying to, like, check it off in my head. And I'm like, oh, wait, did I actually check it off? Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. I actually really like using a planner. You can see my little notebook right there. I do see your planner. Um, I I feel like writing it down and then checking it off is so satisfying and it makes me feel accomplished. Even if it's like email your teacher and be like, yep, I did that. Let me go treat myself type of thing. (laughs) Agreed. I actually got a whiteboard last semester. Oh, you did? Yeah. I do the exact same thing. From the smallest of tasks to the biggest of tasks, I write it down. And when you check it off, you at least feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. Because that was another one of my problems was feeling like, 
no matter what I did, I was accomplishing nothing. So when you're able to visually check something off a list, you're able to see that, okay, I'm actually making some sort of progress. And I think another thing for me was realizing that, first of all, it's okay to ask for help. I think a lot of us in high school probably did everything by ourselves. (laughs) That's just the way it was. High school probably wasn't the hardest. But you come here and you try to do everything by yourself and you realize that's just, it's not a realistic option. And there's also nothing wrong with that because no one gets anywhere by themselves. Yeah, I that's that's why I realized like how important office hours are. I think freshman year, I was like, oh, I could go to office hours, but I don't have like a pressing question right mm-hmm. now. It's just a general. I don't understand anything, so mm-hmm. how do I phrase that to them? Mm-hmm. And I did, I felt embarrassed to go to a teacher and be like, I promise you, I sat through your lecture. Mm-hmm. I did not fall asleep. Everything <laughs> yeah. you said went in one ear and out the other. They're probably just like disregard me. But I like I even just like going to office hours and just sitting there. And listening to other people's questions mm-hmm. helped me to formulate my own and get like more specific questions that the teacher can answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and teachers, some are like pretty nice. Some I will emphasize yeah, some. Some some of you Others suck are just too. Like, <laughs> most of, of you most of you are good. Some are not as great as <laughs> yeah. you think you are. <laughs> I think the worst part is like especially okay math teachers. Like math teachers and physics teachers are so insanely smart, but they're way too smart that they don't know or how to like. Good. They, they don't know, know how, how to, to like us. dumb it down. <laughs> For, for us Princeton students understand, they just assume like we get everything right off the bat. Physics and Coast first, uh, well, first semester was physics and Coast had single-handedly ruined my semester. Second semester, physics did it all by itself, so. Yeah, I remember yeah, here in the, in the dining hall, you're just like crying. <laughs> and most of the time you have to submit online. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Don't you have only like five chances, and you're like, oh yeah. shit, like. Yeah, it was no. bad. It was bad, no, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. Um, so yeah, okay, so kind of moving away from, I think that was enough of like academics, all that not as fun stuff. Moving on to more fun stuff, I wanted to talk to you also about the marriage pact um, survey that was sent out. That was, I, cause I talked about it with Max too, but I, I got the male perspective, now I'm going to get the female perspective. And the stat that I mentioned, first the question I'm going to ask you is, what percent of Princeton grads do you think marry each other? Max's answer was 15%. What is your answer? That marry each other. marriage and they don't divorce? I don't care about divorce. No, <laughs> but no. Well, I'm not know. asking about okay, that. I'm okay, saying the initial mind. connection uh, <laughs> to marriage. 15%. I don't, I would have guessed like higher. I feel like Princeton people love to... Love each marry. other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like continue the legacy or whatever. I would say 30%. 30%. I like that guess. Closer to the actual answer. So, I found this New York Times article that oh, put wow, the... Sourcing. Hey, this, like this podcast is not job. a game. It's, it's <laughs> not a game. We're putting effort into it. But the number that this podcast put... This podcast. This, <laughs> <laughs> this New York Times article puts it at is 53%. But, okay, I was going to guess like... 45 or 50, I was like, that's, that's no way. No, I believe 50%. it. 50%. 50%. I remember an alumni reunions telling me freshman year, they said something like 70-something percent. I was like, there's no way it's that high. But even 50 is ridiculous. And this list has a bunch of other schools. Princeton is 57th overall and the highest of the Ivies. The highest is Birmingham Southern at 62%, so Princeton's at 53%. So first question, do you think you've met your husband? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, (laughs) at Princeton? Actually, no, no. I'll take that back. Who knows? Oh, no? Well, you never know. (laughs) Oh, my. Okay, we'll get to that. (laughs) Wow, you're saying you want this walk to turn into marriage? Wow, okay. I'm just saying, you never know. Like, you could have 
let's say you ran into someone like in an eating club said hi mm -hmm. and like next thing you know you're like in the same class senior year and you guys fall in love you know Fair i'm not enough. gonna i'm not gonna disregard it but i think from people i've gotten to know no Okay, and also something that really helps with that is having reunions every single year, I was where, asked, yeah. where everybody comes back and it's you're just around Princeton alumni for three days in a row, or just yeah, Princeton people. There's probably so much like there's probably so that. <sighs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's yeah. the other thing. Like, I feel like I I feel like most people shouldn't be stressed about if they like are really set on marrying a Princeton alum or like a Princeton student. Mm -hmm. Like they have yeah, they have reunions. Like I feel like they should just enjoy the time now if they decide they want a princeton person just come make sure you keep coming back for <laughs> if that if it's, that if it's so important to you yeah. marry someone else who went to princeton yes come to your reunions every year but first what are your what are your thoughts on first of all usg being the ones to share or not usg it was our class of 22 student body body government who sent us this email really yes maybe i should start checking those emails maybe you should maybe you <laughs> uh, should Usually they go right to my junk, but this is, I guess, it, I, it caught, the, the, the title the caught my, yeah, it caught my eye, yes. Someone's on the lookout. I'm not on the lookout. <laughs> for the record, I'm not looking for my wife right now. Thank you very much. But what, what are your thoughts on, for just either the survey in general or the connection with our class of 22 student government? I think the survey is kind of like feeding off the loneliness that people are having during quarantine. That's a fact. Like, imagine how many people... Are on like tinder right now that's a that's a fantastic that, like, fact they're i wouldn't want to say desperate but like they still want to find people so they're looking for online sources to find people and i think princeton sees like oh well one princeton people love princeton people instead of using uh <laughs> uh like social media account that has like non-princeton people on it let's make one for just princeton people and i guess i don't know what the, where the marriage part came into yeah. but and to be fair, it doesn't only exist at Princeton. I looked it up and they have, they've sprung up in many other schools also. Really? So it's just very weird timing. But we will get to Tinder later. But first, I wanted to ask you some of the questions from the survey. Okay. Okay, so let's see. What's a good one? Um, I, asked Max, I asked Max this one also. The question is, I prefer politically incorrect humor on a scale of one to seven, one being strongly disagree, seven being strongly agree. And this is like the same thing I said for Max. If there's anyone interested in Nadia, you get to kind of check some things off the list immediately and see if you could be possibly compatible. So let, let the people know. I feel like that's such a problematic question, though. Because, like, not to, like, expose myself, but, like, some jokes are funny. And if you're talking with the right person, you guys obviously both mean it as a joke. Agreed. But if you're talking to the wrong person, they could mean it as a joke, but in an ignorant way. And I feel like those are two very different things. Honestly, so wait, wait first, wait, what's your okay, answer? So first, what's your answer? answer? Yes. One, being strongly so, disagreed. Seven, so being strongly agreed. So that I prefer agreed. politically incorrect jokes? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't prefer it. So, semi-disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll laugh at a joke if it's funny. Okay. So, give me a number. It's uh, not that oh, hard. What's it, one through five? One through are you listening to no. me? And you say, I don't listen. Okay. One, being strongly disagree to seven, being strongly agree. Four, five, no, three, sorry. 
All right. Wait, I'm three. trying to figure out what's the halfway point and then slightly <laughs> below that. Quick math. Okay, we'll it's do three. Half of seven. So people okay. don't think I'm like. <laughs> See, but that's another thing. You just have to answer honestly. You can't be like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Okay. So if I was answering this by myself, it may be a different answer. But <laughs> what do you mean maybe? That's that means it will be a different answer. No. So what's your honest answer? Okay, we don't we don't lie on we don't lie on this podcast. That's not okay. But I don't like the word. I prefer. I don't like. It's three. It's a three. Okay, fair enough. And honestly, jokes and all this, this this is a whole different conversation I want to have on a future podcast because it needs like longer conversations because yeah. people, yeah, well, yeah, I it'll, can imagine it'll, that'll be it. I, I know you want to vent that. It'll, yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be, it'll be discussed later much more thoroughly. Well, well flushed out. Um, okay. Next question is, oh, this is, are you ready for it? It's kind of controversial. Why I saw, I saw on the Tiger Confessions page, which we'll get to later, that this was a very controversial question. And so you're probably going to lie about your answer. But is I'm it going to be like a I'm, race question? I'm, no, no, no. I'm going to ask it anyway. The question is, and this is not my question for the very <laughs> official record. It is from this uh, marriage, whatever, marriage pack survey. I would be disappointed if my partner gained weight from one being strongly, <laughs> <laughs> strongly disagree to seven being strongly agree. Wait, what was Max's answer? I didn't ask him this one. I wish I was... I, I, yeah, I should have asked him Wait, this. Wait, what did he say on the other question? About on the, the... I don't remember. The people... You gotta listen. Now you gotta listen to the episode. I feel like Max... Actually, I don't This know. is not about Max. Okay, fine, Max and I have okay, spoken okay. for an hour and five uh, minutes. Okay, would I be disappointed time. if they gained weight? Uh, tread lightly. The people are gonna be mad. This is gonna form oh, everyone's well, opinion really of you. <laughs> uh... One to seven. Yep. And sevens, I would be very disappointed. Um. Yeah. Seven is strongly agree that you would be disappointed if your partner gained weight. One well, is like, strongly how disagree. How much weight? These are the questions. Okay, that you I'm gonna think go of. with the two, because it's all about safe the personality. Answer. Nice. You know? I'm not safe gonna support answer. them gaining weight, but I'm not safe gonna. Safe answer. Yeah. Okay. And my record is good. My answer is not. It's not. This is you not have about. To this is, on, yeah. No. This well, is yeah, not no, about. Actually, you can't answer because if you're gonna say it about a girl gaining weight, ex- ex- that's another thing. Yeah, different dynamic. Yeah. So you can answer that. I, I mean, you know, not. guys are just as you know body sensitive. We don't want to. Yeah. Sure, we are. <laughs> I mean, no, okay, no, no. You should have another topic on toxic masculinity. No, 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 no. I didn't mean to say, I meant to say that even if we are, it's not treated the same way. Okay, I agree. That, yeah, that's I what agree. I meant. Which yeah, I think is the problem, but yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I realized that did sound, <laughs> it sounded bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I've clarified what I said. Okay, next question. That was the second one. Um, oh, wow, that is like a whole philosophical question. No. Well, I asked him the same one. It's important that I make more money than my peers. From one being strongly disagree to seven being strongly agree. One. You disagree? Yeah. Okay. Because your peers can make so much money but, like, hate their lives. Fair enough. Imagine you're, like, someone traveling on, like, $1 bill and you're, like, as happy as can be. Gotcha. All right. Ooh, I like these. Which one do I want to ask both, but I also want to keep... Actually, no, that one's boring. Flirting is harmless from one being strongly disagree to seven being strongly agree. Like if you're single and flirting? We're going to go with that. I'm sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be asking like, do you want to marry someone who'll be flirting <laughs> on the side? Uh, I don't know. I feel, like the, I feel like it depends who you're talking to because some people take flirting. Like if you're flirting to a girl who's like, will be like, oh my God, he's flirting with me and gets like super into it. Mm-hmm. Or there's some people are just like, I'll flirt back into the game and forget about it. 
Well, you know, there's a range. No, I uh, no. Okay. So yeah, you wait. know, you know. No, I, whoa. Okay. Well, first of all, what's your answer? Uh, wait. Five. No, four. Shoot. What's? Let's do. Four. Okay, and the reason that I laughed was that there was a question that was very funny, but I'm not gonna because oh. this is not call her daddy, so we will not be talking about. Stuff Wait, like no, that. now you have to ask it. I'm not gonna ask. It doesn't I mean, have to be answered. I just want no, to yeah, it. fine. I'm just gonna say the the question was, do you prefer kinky sex? And we will just skip right along from there. This is this, on the. This is on this form that our undergraduate I mean, student government I mean, sent like, to us. Your sexual preferences are pretty important if you're going to be in a marriage, so... Fair enough. Okay, and then the final question. I'm trying to find a good one. Oh, okay. In the spirit of The Bachelor, expensive dates would be more fun. No. From one being, I'd rather save to seven, go big or go home. We, I'd rather save? Expensive dates would be more fun as a question, and one is, I'd rather save, so no, basically, they wouldn't be more oh, fun. Oh, I would do, like, a, a three... Or two, because I feel like expensive dates are like, like, nice to be treated to, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's not as intimate. Yeah, fair. And enough. there's so much more fun you can have at like a a nice like corner, like. I don't know what the word is. Like a nice corner restaurant. You know, like when you're like traveling around, you see like this cute little like cafe. I don't really travel. No, I'm not. I'm not fancy like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, even, okay, New York. Remember, like, or even like the mac and cheese place you went smack? to. Smack. Shout out to Smack. That was that place so was good. Fantastic. Oh, yes. I talked to a kid in my bicker about that. And about been, mac and cheese. Been the, about but mac he and worked cheese. in a mac and cheese shop, so of course it <laughs> so well. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. Speaking of the Bachelor, and that's another topic that I wanted. Not on this podcast. That'll be a, a different one because you. Wow. You're not really into it the what? same the same way some of us are. You're not really into it, but because of this question, asking expensive dates would be more fun. Any girl who watches that show should not set that as their expectations for the types of dates the guys are supposed to take them on, because those are some very what, expensive like dates. horseback riding across a beach. They go on like hot air kids. balloons. They go on plane rides on yeah. like a. Some norm- people just have their expectations set high. I guess you should. <laughs> All right, if those are your expectations, no stay, settling, ladies. Yes, yeah, stay stay away from me. I'm not taking you <laughs> on a hot air balloon. Uh, First of all, I I don't like heights, although I do want to go skydiving. (laughs) But yeah, hot air balloons. And I also just saw this video of someone falling out of one, which is terrifying. What do you mean just fall? Like they fell out. It didn't end well. Well, who took the video? (laughs) I mean, whatever. Just coincidentally, that's not the the point. But yeah. Wait, no, I have a question. I have a question. What? What would be your ideal date? My ideal? That's not about me, Nadia. It's not about Don't me. act like you don't like to talk about yourself. I, for, <laughs> honestly, that's probably one of the reasons that I'm doing Making this podcast. podcast? Yeah. I, li- I do like to talk. I very much so do like to talk. But as far as my ideal date, we will skip right past that and we will Just, cover that on a later... On, cause it, okay, fine. fine. Just like a quick, like... Would you rather do like an indoor fancy am restaurant? I the, wait, do you mean, am I the one planning the date or is it like my birthday and it's being planned for me and like what do I expect? What are my expectations? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. No, no, like you're, you're the one planning. Or okay, how about no? Someone else is planning. Like someone's taking you on a date. Someone's taking. Whichever you prefer, because that <laughs> Describe... is your ideal date. Taking someone else out, or is it them taking you out? Oh, oh, and then it not... can be any like weather. I do... Oh, that's a hard question. Don't flip. I don't. I don't like how you flip the tables on me, and now I'm unprepared to answer the question. <laughs> because okay, well, first of all, I do like to be treated. I think I think most guys do the treating, but obviously we all like to be treated. All so right. let's say in this scenario, 
I and this uh, shut up. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut up. Okay, in this whatever scenario. Yeah. yeah, scenario. Let's say it's my birthday and I'm being treated. Okay. Since okay, you since you said birthday. I do like talking about myself. Okay, so, okay, it's your birthday then. How do we start the day? We start the day. Um, and this is a whole day affair. Okay. I say this is a long. Oh day. yeah, it's a whole day, whole day affair. I think honestly no, it's not that it's not that complicated with me. Probably go somewhere for brunch. Brunch is always fun. Like okay, do you, like do you want a picnic brunch? A moon okay, not moonlight. A sunrise. See, along the think, water with like not, birds chirping in the background and petals you, falling around. I'm not you. that hard to please. Brunch is brunch is brunch. So we're gonna say just brunch, okay? And then uh, anything over that is even nicer, amazing. But okay, so we go brunch. I like walking. So okay. if we're somewhere that we can walk and do a lot of walking activities, mm-hmm. museums aren't fun, but I kind of like you them. You hate me. The no. last time we went to a museum, <laughs> you're, this is terrible. <laughs> the only thing you were fascinated about was the tiny dick on the whoa, statue. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a very wild statement to say. That you're is like, wow, so representative of it. That is, it was a, I made a joke, okay? That, wow, very out of context statement. Very wild thing to say. Fine, that for is, the context, what museum was that? That was MoMA, Whitney? They're all the same to me. Uh... One of those ones Actually, in New York. I don't know. Exactly. Um, Modern Art. It was Momo. Okay, Momo. <laughs> Momo. Okay. And so, no, but I do like to walk. And I think, no, no, no. And it, fine, it doesn't have to be like an art museum. There's other types of museums. Like, like a history museum? Like, yeah, yes, there's some very nice museums you in like D.C. The, that uh, I've yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, the Black History Museum. Even, yeah, that or even like, I like the Air and Space, the Aerospace Museum in D.C. There's types of museums I like. Not art. Those suck. I agree. Those do so. Yeah, I so not those. So something where we could walk and then dinner and like a concert. It's not that. That's that's it. Just casually dinner and a concert. Well, a nice dinner and a concert of an artist that I really like. Yeah. Okay, that was so uninformative, but okay. You just go brunch, walk, so dinner. I think you're hearing some common themes of food, music, no, but like, okay. and walking. I like I told I promise you I'm not hard to please. But this again, this is not so about if, me. If, no. Let's say I was taking you on a date oh and we went God. to like this ruggedy shack oh in the corner. God. If I was with someone I cared about, I would appreciate that they took me to this okay, ruggedy good shack. Good I prob- I'm not hard to please, I swear. Okay. But now back to me doing the question. <laughs> Actually no, this is a more of a conversation, yeah. so fair. Feel free to ask any of your other questions. Oh, Unless, now that I have permission, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Just as long as they're not my personal dating life or bringing up. <laughs> Sorry, your lack of dating. <laughs> my lack of date. You know, okay, we're moving right on. Tinder. No, first, should I should I say my soulmate theory or should we talk about Tinder? Soulmate theory. Because I think theory. that can lead into a Tinder conversation. That could. Okay, so, and I've heard some people have hated on this theory. I think it's a theory. So, in my mind, First question, do you think we have soulmates? Do you think you have a soulmate? Uh, mm, I, okay, yes, but I don't think you're a romantic soulmate. Oh, that's a boring... Oh, I, why would I want one of those? Because, okay, <laughs> what, <laughs> what if it's like a, a friendship that like... You know, like you guys are like. Okay, in- but no, I'm talking about romantic soulmates. I don't care about your friendship Fine, soulmates. Okay. That's the stupidest concept I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Are you gonna? Oh, you want did me to you, Yeah, did answer? you answer if you. Oh, yeah, oh. do you think we have romantic uh, soulmates? I don't. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. Damn, so you don't believe in love, huh? That's kind of sad. I, okay, think. I think love exists, but I think it can't fit into the way society is built. Oh, God. 
Nobody asked for that type of depth. It was a simple question. Jesus. Well, I have to All right, no, whatever. I don't care anymore. I don't care. You made it. No, you made it weird. You made it, you made it weird. You made it weird. I don't care about society. All that type of shit. It was a simple question. Oh my god. Okay, my answer. It's is a not yes no question. It's a question. yes no. Yes, no. it does. This is my podcast. Actually, no. I don't want to say we're no. We're not that's too in this cynical. sense. In this in this sense, we're not going okay. with the flow. You're answering the question. It's a yes uh, or no question. Do you believe in soulmates? Romantic soulmates. I don't know. Jesus, you should see the way she's stressing about this question. It's that's really, such a loaded it's really, question. it really. My answer is but yes. Yes. Fine. Okay. No, we're done with you. Okay. <laughs> my answer is yes, and I'm going to explain my theory. Fine. We'll since, go to your theory, and then I'll see what my answer. Since is. you were stressing so much about such a simple question, Jesus Christ. That's okay. So much pressure on a question. If you, oh, you, you no. are something else. No, okay. okay no, not, stop. No, you're done. You're uh, done. You're done. No. You're done. You had your I chance understand. to answer. You did. <laughs> So, my soulmate theory, which people have criticized, it's not really a theory, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, I believe... I think it sounds like you're giving too much depth to this. I don't know. It's... Like I was saying, I be, just it's like a triangle. You know, like the... I love the, how you're like a, <laughs> like I need... It. One day, this podcast is going to have visuals, but we're just on episode three, so we're still building That would right just now. become a YouTube channel. Well, you know, I, I watch all my favorite podcasts, so yeah. Oh, really? Yes, because they all have... Audio oh, and visuals. Okay. I did tell. I need to watch. I'm a big uh, visual, visual person. Okay, so back to my theory. It's a pyramid, not a triangle pyramid. <laughs> kind of like the food pyramid, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, all that, all those par- par- pyramidal. Is that the word? We'll go with it. So yeah, I'm I'm a princess dude. I don't know how I got here, but yeah, trigonometry. Par- par- pyramidal. Okay, so <laughs> I think it's a bunch of layers, and in the top three layers. Mm-hmm. Those are your soulmates. So I don't think you have one. Top three? Yes. There's a lot. Say, let's say there's 10 layers. Okay, yeah. okay. Top three or, oh, wait, no, I lied. Top layer is. Yeah. Your, yeah, no, I yeah, I, I realized I messed up my own theory. So there's 10 layers to this pyramid. Top layer is your soulmates, and you don't only have one of them. Because think about it, it's seven billion people in the world. Isn't the whole earth. definition of soulmate that there's one person out there? No, that's that's your. That might be your definition. Well, that's why I'm stressing over. <laughs> don't tell me how to define my soulmate theory. So in that top, in that top layer, mm-hmm. are your soulmates, but there's only like five. Is so it all very girls few. or girls and guys? Well, depending on whoever you're interested in, okay? This is a progressive for podcast. You. For me, it's girls. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so in the top layer, it is maybe five to seven of whoever it is that you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. But think about it. These seven people, they could either all be in New York City, Princeton, New Jersey, or spread all over the world. There's a chance you might never meet your soulmate. And these are people that, when you meet them, instant love, happily ever after, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the top layer. The next two layers are people that you could meet, also fall in love with, and live pretty, pretty happily. Pretty happy. Pretty ha- no, 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 no. You can live happily, but it's not like the person you were born to be with. Okay. And so those mm-hmm. two layers in the second layer, in the first layer had like five to seven. Second layer might have thirty. Third layer might have fifty. And when you think about it, that's still like a hundred. I know it's less mm-hmm. than a hundred, but I'm gonna say a hundred for the purposes of the quick maths. That's 100 people on the whole entire planet of 7 billion plus who you could meet and be married to and live pretty happily. But there's only the top layer of soulmates. So that is my soulmate theory. Okay. okay. Can I speak now? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> I brought okay. you on here to speak. I, not to, to you know build up your ego, but I do agree with that theory to an extent. 
I would like to repeat for the record that she just said she agrees with my soulmate theory. But I think there's some flaws to it. Okay, poke holes. That's that's why we're here. I think the fact that... I think a lot of people believe that. But, like, okay, so you said the second layer, which is, like, what, 30 people? Yeah. That you could see yourself being happy with, Uh right? I think that whole layer is the problem with marriages. Okay, I need need more. Okay, (laughs) you're pretty much saying, like, you have the potential to find the person, like, you're meant to be with. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're settling for people you're like satisfied with. Aha. Okay. And like some people, and it all depends on how you find happiness. Like happiness could be satisfaction, but there's always oh, gonna be to a point where like the satisfaction doesn't like fully make you happy. And you're always gonna be like, oh, I need to find more. Also, like let's say you find person number one in that second layer. Okay. And you also find person number two in that second layer. Like okay. they both meet. Like that can lead to like cheating. Well, I think in this scenario. You oh okay I see where you're going because you know because they both meet the same requirements and because one person is just as satisfying as the other, like who's to say one's better than the other one? I don't or, like, think what if you eventually find your. That's what I was about to say. I don't think the issue is between layers. I think it's layers. oh well, yeah, it's not within, within it's, layers. It's between yeah, okay, layers. That's what someone I think it was Alexa who said that it was like oh so you're saying if you, oh she did say if that. you meet the person in layer two but then you do eventually find your soulmate like you're gonna leave them for that and no I don't think so. In my in the way that I'm describing this mm. is that when you do find that one person, you just stick with them, and that's because, like I said, you're still able to live happily ever after. It's not like a sad situation. Oh, it's just not like the romanticized. Yeah. and then everything past those first three layers that just ends in divorce. That's just bad stuff. That's just not meant to happen. Yeah. Well, then. Okay. Okay. So I okay I see that. So you're saying soulmate is like the person that if everything worked out perfectly that'd be the person meant for you like if you were able to find them blah 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 but given the fact that like there's a high chance you won't find them there's still people out there that you could be just as happy with my soulmate could be in like quebec right now i'm not going to quebec or like kentucky or oh definitely not (laughs) going to kentucky oh yeah good point even closer points i'm never going to Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah i see that okay so you do believe in soulmates no okay i don't oh my god I'm going to read you the definition I just found. Okay. So what, is your, it says, what is your Google definition? A person definition? ideally suited to another as a close friend mm-hmm. or romantic partner. Okay. So, there so could it could be... be a close friend. <sighs> All right. Do you believe in friend soulmates? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yes, we'll say yes. I do believe in romantic soulmates, but I just don't think they're achievable at all. See, I really That's wonder. what you just said, though. You just said, like, you probably have one, you just won't find. And I think it's one that, person, not a cluster of, like, five people. You think, oh, that's... Because that defeats oh, that's the like the, of the that's like the super soulmate. Oh, I, okay, yeah. so you just made me add a level to, yeah. my, to my thing. Yeah. So now the top layer is one super soulmate. Yeah. And then the yeah. next layer are the five to seven soulmates. <laughs> They're, like, second and third place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. See, boom, we came to an understanding. Okay, fair. And you do believe in love and soulmate, is what I heard. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, don't be like don't saying... be a downer. Don't say you don't believe in love. What's wrong with you? Whatever. Okay. Cool. Boom. I didn't even know how we got here. I'm still iffy on that, but yes. It no. Yeah, we're gonna move on because I didn't even expect to. To get to agreement. Well, I we just no nothing nothing. Okay, back to Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> back, back. Okay, so then how does how does Tinder fit into this? Do you think Tinder? Tinder Tinder is where no I like that question Tinder is where you find layers 8 through 10 (laughs) of the people of the people on my pyramid so you're saying there's no way that Tinder can like 
accelerate the process to you finding the soulmate who you wouldn't have found otherwise. Theoretically, because you're able to meet people from all over, yeah. there's a chance your soulmate could be on Tinder. But I promise you, everybody listening to this right now, guys especially, our soulmates are not on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be honest with ourselves about the reasons like, that yeah, we're on Yeah, you'll find Tinder. you're like sitting in a coffee shop reading a book. Exactly. Like, and I told you about this. I, was it you I was having? It was not you I was having this conversation with. It was someone else. But I do believe in serendipity. And I do believe in the fact that you are supposed, not supposed to, but you should, in a perfect ideal world, meet your meet your potential spouse slash soulmate in a natural type of way. And I don't consider dating apps to be natural. natural. For example, I had this teacher in high school and she told us a story about how she met her husband. Mm-hmm. They literally bumped into each other on a beach, like a freaking movie. They just bumped into each other. Wow. He helped her pick her stuff up. Many years later, married kids, boom. Boom. That sounds like those like cliche high school me- movies where like they bump in. Oh my god, I dropped and that's my notebook. Exa- and that's exactly what I want. I'm not trying to find my spouse on. Could you imagine telling your kids, "Oh, how'd y'all meet?" I was swiping left, and then I saw her, and I swiped right. She yeah. swiped right too, and now here we are. Like, that's sad as hell. She stood up on a crowd of semi beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she stood up from the up from the crowd of my phone. Exactly. So, with all that being said, I do believe. Tinder is not where you will find your either a relationship or a potential husband, wife, whatever. But hmm. what what role do you think Tinder plays on college campuses? Hookups. Yeah, it really is that. Yeah, I really thought there was a lot more to this, but yeah. I feel like it. I'm sure there are some people that are like, oh, like this could happen, like turn into something more. But I feel like the whole, po- like, especially now, people are literally using Tinder to replace eating clubs, essentially, like. You like you know, or just you, any social experience. Yeah, like you'll run into someone randomly in Frist or at an eating club, and you don't have to know them or talk to them, but like you just like hit it off. I feel like Tinder's like, like replacing that like random interaction. I love that you as a girl were the ones were the, is are, you're the one who used the term hookup because I feel like. Oh no, we're getting into this argument about what hookup means. No, 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 that no, no. I told you this is not call her daddy. We are not talking about <laughs> all that stuff. It's PG thirteen. There might be kids listening. One day my parents might stumble upon this, and I don't want to be like, yeah, I don't want to. Or you'll show this to your kids. I don't want to. Honestly, no, no, you're right though. This is a good. You way. got a time. Capsule. This is a good way of archiving things. Yeah. Because this will be around forever, and then my like kids will. banter. Exactly, they'll be like, "You're a cool ass dude," and I was like, "Yeah, that, yeah, exactly." But like your voice sounds so annoying on recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, because I've always said you'll see some captions on some yeah captions. Is that what it's like bios? I mean, bios yeah. on Tinder where it's like. Not looking for a hookup, only here for a relationship. But, like, who are we lying to when we see those types of things? And when you write those, who are you lying yeah. to? You're not fooling anyone. But I've said that previously and gotten flack for it. But you just said it. And I would, I'm just but glad just, you said it because it, yeah. it's what it, we all know. It's the phrasing. Like, you can say, not looking for anything serious or just for fun. But if you say, I'm looking for a hookup, it's like, wow, this guy, like, well, can't no find one's, anything other than randos on Tinder. Well, no one's going to specifically say looking for hookups yeah. i think it's it, it goes without saying is my point yeah no I, I mean there's there's one guy that that uh where is this message that would be a funny activity he was like, to what just... are you looking for anything and i was like i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny activity to just like go through tinder bios real quick and just see who like between guys and girls mm-hmm. has the funnier ones or the dumb ones but we're not going to do that we'll leave people's business out there, businesses out there just for what is your Tinder bio? I don't have a bio. You have a bio? Interesting. I, I made it so spontaneously, and I was thought I was going to delete it right after. Fair enough. And, and, then, I was like, and then you get hooked. You yeah. see all the 
people who will remain yeah, unnamed. My sore <laughs> from swiping left. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Just for full disclosure, my Tinder bio is entanglements only. What? Entanglements only. Did you? That's what your bio says. That's what my bio says. Did you not see that whole story with like Will Smith and Jada? Oh, Smith oh, and okay, I get that. That's that funny. Term- no, that's funny. Thank that's you, funny. thank you, that's thank funny. you, thank you. I didn't even okay. like it was for entanglements only. I was like, what type of like what type of goal is that? No, okay, um, all right. So, um, I wanted to ask you because this is something I want to do with everyone who comes on this podcast. Okay. Compare New Jersey. Which is, first of all, I didn't realize how much I loved the state until everyone came here and started trying to shit on it. And I was like, first of all, you came here for college. I didn't come to your state for college. Uh, so be that's di- like, don't that's be, like don't be disrespectful. older brothers like defending their little brothers once someone finally starts to insult them. Exactly. And so you're all the way from across the country, California, probably going to be what, mm-hmm. underwater soon. Is that a real thing? I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, we're both on the coast, so nope. <laughs> Fair point. I don't know anything about whatever. Okay. In your humble opinion, which is the better state? Um, wow, that's really a tough one. <laughs> it's just so hard with all the great activities and diversity um, and the beach and the hiking in California and, you know, whatever Jersey has to offer. But I think I'm going to have to go with California on that one. Because? For literally, oh, okay, fine. Other than, like, the obvious very obvious. What is the very obvious? I, you need to actually say these I, things because I'm actually okay, confused fine. about what makes okay, California I'll talk, so great. I'll speak for Bay Area first. So I feel like is that, that north is or south? south? Northern or southern? I hate Don't. that you asked that on your podcast. You think you I care Bay enough? Of, you think I care enough about your state to know which is north and north and which is south? Oh my god! I th- I don't care. But carry on, <laughs> carry on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yikes! Um, okay, obviously NorCal. So like. San Francisco and Oakland are very, very different, but they have like the same idea of like very inclusive, a lot of diversity, very safe for LGBTQ. I think San Francisco is like obviously more well known for LGBTQ and like eccentric people, very hippie, all that. You know, love the earth, save the planet, recycle, compost. So you, basically you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And Oakland is like that, but like more. A little, little more say. grit to it. Yeah, so to speak. Um, a lot more history. Actually, no, that's false. I think San Francisco has just much history. But I think Oakland has a lot more black history in it. Mm-hmm. Actually, so does San Francisco. I don't know. Get to the point. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> by the vibes. But, okay, I think that California has a lot more rich history in it. A lot more activities, like hiking, You could hike beach, in New Jersey. You, there's, festivals we, we got without being trashy. Um, Are you saying we're trashy in New okay, Jersey? What, like... Tell me what there's to... I feel like all the fun I've had... Okay, not all the fun I've had, but all, like, like super fun bars or, like, big events are always in New York. I feel like, as but they on, say, New Jersey is a suburb to New York. But there's there's nothing wrong with proximity being something that's good about the state. And I, I do believe that our proximity to New Jersey, not to New York and Philadelphia, it's are part plus. of what makes makes us so great. And we have Touché. beaches. Touché. We have, uh, we have plenty of beaches. No. Beach Festivals... Not quite, yeah. but that's okay. Easy access to festivals in Philly, made in America. That's just made right in America is trash. It is not trash. That's a great festival, and there's a bunch of festivals in New York. So again. in New York, but we're gonna just do the states. Okay. I feel like California. Like if we we're just doing California and just doing New Jersey, like California could thrive on its own in a country. Like, there's so much. Like the best part about California is you can go to NorCal and have a different experience. Go to like 
Sacramento, which I don't know why you would, but let's say you do. <laughs> the Kings, yeah. the basketball team. Yeah, you know, we have some farmland, there some you cows. Go. go to SoCal, go to like San Diego, which is like its own thing. You know, a little bonus is you guys are close to New York. We have Tijuana, all right, right across the border. But you say Mexico. that enough, but these places are all like flying distance. You can drive in an hour and be in Philly and be in New York. Well, if you're from you San Diego, you gotta fly across the whole state. You can't just drive places that Fine, easy. Fine, if we're talking about from Bay Area, but then also, exactly. There's is there skiing in New Jersey? You can't. You have to skate. <laughs> Jelani brought that up too. I have no idea because I've never been probably skiing. Not, so. There probably is. I I bet there is. I feel like most people go to like Vermont. Well. Probably, maybe, but there probably is yeah. skiing here too. I think also the terrain of California is really de- like there's mountains, desert, like Joshua Park. Like you can get such a like full experience in the state without actually leaving its borders. But like I said, you gotta fly across. No, you can drive. You- the best part is driving because then you get a road trip out of it. Interesting. You might have me beat here. I, I yeah. really got nothing. I should. I honestly should. Yeah, I knew I. Was, I knew I was gonna bring research. this up, but I didn't. Even- okay, so it cut off after an hour, but I was saying. That uh, I you beat. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. Ex- you do have me beat. And next time for my future guests, I will come more prepared to defend New Jersey because this is going to be a recurring like segment. Your three bullet points. <laughs> my yeah. Oh no! Whoa! No! Way more than three bullet points. But okay. So, did you want to say anything else by Cofford? I already honestly no. I already said you have me beat. Yeah, so I think we don't need to. Yeah, to, that's all I wanted to hear. So okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And then the last thing is my Tiger Confessions segment. Okay, so, just for context, something I'm going to do every episode, read a Tiger Confessions post, and I talk about it, whatever you want to say, and then move on. So this post says, Hi, Frosh here. That's just a bad start to the company. Okay, so so I've been to Canvas for like a week now, and I just feel so lonely. I don't know how to make friends, and I feel like we're not. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, this is no. This is the same thing that happened with Max. It was not a funny. It was not funny in any sort of way. But then I was just laughing. So. Stop making me laugh. This is not. This is serious. No, We're trying to help this person. My, We're gonna help. Stop. 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 Stop it. We're gonna. Help, We're gonna. We're gonna help this person. Okay. From the top. Hi, Frosh here. So, I've been at Canvas for like a week now, and I just feel so lonely. I don't know how to make friends. I feel like when I try to come... I feel like when I try, I come off as annoying. I try to get to know the people in my hall, but they don't seem interested in talking talking to me. The few friends that I made online last semester seem seem to already be tired of me. I have no one to talk to. Maybe I made a mistake coming to Canvas. No, that's pretty sad. That's sad. What are your thoughts on that? What advice do you have for said person slash what are your initial reactions? And this is not funny. She is laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> uh, wow, that's a lot to unpack. In that a is a lot condition. to unpack. Exactly. I'm going to make these lighter. I don't know why I picked such... Did someone respond to this one? Because I actually feel like it was there... pretty smart of him to post Yeah, there's, there's nine comments, 24 likes. So people have reacted. I don't know. That's because... They don't have any opportunities to meet people. Like, even on campus, right? Yeah. All online classes. Um, I would say that I think that's a sentiment that a lot of people feel freshman year. Like, even when they Agreed. have the chance. I think it's just as lonely to be overwhelmed with people to me as it is to be underwhelmed. And at least when you're underwhelmed, you have, like, clearer opportunities that, like, you can take charge in. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, having so many, like, not knowing if you should go for one or not go for one. 
So I, I this is kind of dumb, but I would say just be patient and just like right now use this as an opportunity to catch up on schoolwork because eventually you're going to end up wishing you prioritized school over socialization. Actually, no. I that's not true. That, I that's, that a, that's yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's... But there'll be times, there'll be times where like you have a social activity that you end up having to put your work first. I wish I socialized more. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I think like right now, like, I'm sure there are other people that are in the same boat that just are too scared to admit it. And, like, I think regardless, this semester is going to be challenging, but it's all what you make of it. And just use this as a chance to, like, plant the seed and build a foundation for next semester. Wow, that was that was beautiful. Thank you for that. Maybe I, I hope I hope they hear this. But um, my response first is <laughs> like, grow some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you paint me in this light, Nadia? I'm a very caring person. Okay, right, what's right, wrong with your, you? So, in regards to the very last line that says, "Maybe I made a mistake coming to campus," couldn't disagree more. The simple fact that you are a freshman and this is your first semester on campus, mm. I think, is very symbolic in and of itself, and it's a important time for you. The campus is gorgeous, beautiful place to be at. Even if you hate, when when times were the worst for me freshman year, I was at least happy walking around campus because yeah. it's such a nice campus and everything. It's it's just a good place to be at. So I don't think you made a mistake being here because you at least get to start building those experiences and really figuring figuring out where exactly it is that you like to be on campus and all yeah. that sort of thing. But um, in regards to the first part. In regular years, it's already extremely hard for people to come in and make friends because yeah. it's the first time in your life that you've been transplanted with some somewhere with completely different people, and you're just meant to socialize and make friends. Yeah. So I wouldn't be too concerned about not really thinking you have friends initially. I would say that, and honestly, Corona's probably made it so much worse because, like you said, you're a semester in already. So yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned that we haven't even started classes yet it's still a couple of days in yeah. so the fact that you don't really have any friends is nothing to be too oh. worried about every single person is in your same boat where they're probably thinking the same things but they're just not posting it on target confessions but everybody's really looking for friends and when i tell you that you're going to find friends in the most random places that you would never expect that's exactly what's going to happen you literally even if it's like the gym if it's on zoom class if it's just taking a walk if it's in the dining hall because the dining halls are going to be open this is especially your first few weeks it's a very acceptable time to walk up to strangers and just talk to them it gets weird after safely safely yeah safely after like a week or two don't do that it's weird <laughs> but, but, but for the first like week and a half year it's still okay for you to walk up to basically anyone especially if you know they're freshmen if you can if you are for sure that they're freshmen and you're also a freshman i don't think they would think it was weird if you just walked up to them and had a conversation so the fact that you flattered Exactly. So the fact that you feel like you don't have your close friendships yet, not that big of a deal. And also, like Max and I talk about, most the most of the people that you're friends with freshman year might not be the people that you're friends with for the rest of college. And those friendships are really going to get shifted and broken. So yeah. just give it time, trust the process, and in a month or two, you're going to have some of the closest friends that you'll have for the rest of your life. So... There is my good wholesome answer. Would you? Good, I would agree with that. I I would. Yeah, I thank you, it. thank you. Always I make me sound it. like an asshole. Strong with you. <laughs> I thank mean, you, you. did on on your own, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boom. Okay. That was that was That's good. good. Yeah. You should record that and then just. I should honestly apply. record it and just put this in what the comments. Is recording, but, it is. Know, well, yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. <laughs> and then we were going to talk about soul, but we've run so long. We're not going to do that. We talk about Tinder. Very last thing, the way that I've ended every single one of these is my. Princeton specific would you rather's so okay. 
No, if you want to explain, sure, but you can also just answer. First one, Roma Dining Hall or Whitman Dining Hall? For what meal? Oh, good question. That's no. That's the best that's clarifying a, question yeah. that's been asked. I would say, oh, not brunch. Roma brunch sucks. Anything but yeah, brunch. Anything but brunch. I would brunch. say, okay. <laughs> okay, Roma then. Yes. Because I feel like the foods are equivalent, and but Roma is just prettier, and I'm too lazy to walk farther. Shout out, to, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Howard. Um, next question: Would you rather go to a varsity sports game or a dance show? Dance show. Good answer. Would you rather be in an eating club or a co-op? I think a co-op. You fraud! Why are <laughs> yeah, you lying? Okay. I was like, oh, I thought you were serious. I was like, why are you lying? <laughs> um, OA or CA? OA. Of course, very California-ish. Okay. Bridgier or Global Seminar? Ooh. I owe uh, Global Seminar. Okay. Wawa or Hoagie Haven? I've actually never had a Hoagie Haven sandwich so long. What is wrong? You live like 10 steps away from Hoagie Haven. What's know, wrong with you? By the time I've, I'm craving it, it's closed. It closes <gasps> at like 11 now. All right. Okay. So your answer is Wawa. And then also fi- Wawa grilled cheese is phenomenal. Finally, A and B or IVN. I've also never been to A and B. You never been to A. Remember how many times we tried and it's closed. Oh, uh, we or did canceled? always say we would go, but we never went. Yeah. We will go. I think I would like. Soon. I've never been to IVN inside either. I'm not a big fan of outdoors. You didn't go last year at the end of the year when we all got. Sent um. Home. Do you remember how I was at the end of last year when we all got kicked out? Were you sick? I don't know. What are you talking about I. <laughs> the root. <laughs> I was not well enough. Okay, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Okay. That was but... after the whole Dari thing. Like, my day ended at 4 o'clock. Okay, okay, fair enough. But, yeah, that is a good episode. We went an hour and eight minutes. Yeah. Nadia, thank you for joining me. Blarn, likewise. <laughs> Are you so fucking weird? <laughs> All right. Um, and then another one that if you are still listening at this point, I love you. Thank you for listening. That has been mm-hmm. Go With The Flow, episode three. Oh, 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 oh,